0: Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 503. Is that right? Yep. We've done two? Yeah.
1: And you've only posted none? Shut up. (laughs) I've I've lost track of where we're at, just because...
0: when you say those things, (laughs) the people listening, when they finally get to this episode... They're like, they're out there. Yeah, yeah, they're out there. So, So... Linz, you are wrong. Well, (laughs) just so everybody
1: knows, it took a while. (laughs) The news... The thing that's crazy is the news that we talk about then is, like, almost no longer valid anymore. Well, some of it
0: is, though. I mean, if people aren't really on the up and up to know this happened in like, Doctor Who or this I guess if they're happened, listening to
1: Drunk on Comics to get their news, then that might be the case.
0: <laughs> or just they want our thoughts and opinions on it, because we have the best thoughts and opinions on things. <laughs> the
1: bestest.
0: Yes. We... We wring our hands with just thoughts of yes. what it could we're, be. We're very adroit in.
1: individuals.
0: <laughs> I want to do something Skynet, but I can't really <laughs> like how I can throw that in there. Well, we talked a little bit of all that stuff within this episode, along with a lot more. And actually, I did have fun in this one.
1: Of course. Not that I
0: don't always have yeah, fun. Yeah,
1: it's always a good time.
0: But this one, we had a lot of good just conversations about things couple shows that have been out lately a couple good books that recently came out and yep and everything that you expect on drunken comics so grab a cold one and enjoy drunken comics podcast episode 503 hands and jobs
1: like hand jobs
0: no it's different it's hands (laughs) and jobs (laughs) So although, when we were chatting before recording, I was saying I'm not depressed. Well, uh. <laughs> well, I kind of am, but not for those reasons that we were talking about before. Uh, so, what happened this past week is they officially canceled G4 again.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I am so fucking pissed Are and you? devastated by that.
1: Like, Did you watch it a lot?
0: Yeah, all the time. Like, it... It is what made me be who I am now today of my love for gaming and nerdage stuff and comic books and everything from watching it originally when I was younger yeah. and in uh, high school yeah. And college. Yeah, I mean,
1: my dad gave me my love of comic books, but I don't talk to him either. <laughs> we all got our battles.
0: <laughs> but the whole thing that it came back, like, was something that no one thought would have happened, and there... It has such a unique blend of comedy and just the zeitgeist of just pop culture and everything that it it was. And what was really interesting was last year, me and Anthony went our way up to our guys trip that we always do uh, each year in the fall. We recorded a whole episode on the way up of just our love for the return of G4. Oh, yeah. Well, we just came back from our guys' trip. And that Sunday, we found out they canceled it. And we're like, fuck! And it was less than a year. Was it? Yeah. Because they officially... I mean, technically, because of COVID and when they launched, they did some other things while the studio was being built. So they kind of called it the beach house stuff. So technically, they started already doing some things. But the whole moving into the studio and actually getting up and running, everything from... All the cast and everything—they've pretty much poured their all their knowledge and stuff out there. Of it was all just mismanagement from on the top down. Like it could have succeeded, it got canned before they even let it, you know, try to grow. Because right. it, you can't start a whole new network and say, "Oh, you didn't make it less than a year." No, you're gonna be losing someone up. But their biggest problem was the thirty million dollar studio that they didn't really need. Mm. But of course, cast and all these people are coming in saying, these people want to do this. They, the way we can make and budget these things, a lot less for what we think should be the way to go about. But this network is like, no, we're, here's the money. So they're like, all right, we'll do bigger production value. Well, then they realized they were not getting the return on the money. But again, up front, $30 million for a studio when they could have easily... The Beach House stuff that they started with was, like, while the studio was being finished, was really a small couple room, like, type. Yeah, and, like,
1: if you think about their old stuff, like, those sets weren't.
0: Yeah, it was lower production. I mean, it was a production, but it was not on the top end of needing to pay. And they were also paying a lot more for some of these celebs to, uh, come on to some of the game shows and everything which makes sense but the biggest problem that all the fans have said though, there was no fucking advertising. Mm. These celebs coming on to do you know, Name Your Price or any of these other shows that they had going on you didn't really see them tweeting about it up front. Comcast did a shit job of saying G4 is back only the people that kind of were watching it and slowly coming back to it uh, there was other controversies with here and there but really the biggest thing is they tried to make a tv cable network when cable and tv is dying right they could have gone a streaming route or they could have just did what they were kind of doing the hybrid thing of just online youtube twitching twitch streaming and all that but twitching yeah (laughs) twitching so it's been honestly though that in of itself has been a sad sad Mm. thing for me what I do love is that I found a lot of new creators that I can follow now, and it has been great seeing the camaraderie of some of these people that were, again, doing full production shows. Now they're just kind of doing some streaming from their living rooms, but yeah. still trying to do something. They're all unemployed now, and since the right. they don't have NDAs, right. they can kind of, again, nothing... Well, oh, to... they
1: didn't have to sign NDAs, or...
0: Oh, well, I mean, the whole network's gone, so it's Was like...
1: DNCs?
0: yeah. Whatever reason, they're able to kind of dish the dirt. And, again, they're not really saying it was any one person. But, I mean, if you had to blame, it's the millionaires at the top that canceled oh, it course. before. Yeah. And just their mismanagement of things. But it sucks.
1: Oh, man.
0: And I'm sure I'll, I'll be mourning it for quite a while. Hopefully, yeah. though. It's just been great seeing the online community come together and... Be there for people like me that need funny content to get me through the week.
1: You don't just go back and listen to old episodes of Drunk on Comics? Sometime. (laughs) I have been...
0: I have been... Out of all the parts within the 500th episode that we put out just the other week, I have had people listening to it, actually, and they're like, you actually have some funny funny bits. But the one...
1: Uh, yeah but the one i love Fuck. i
0: love going to is that beginning of the take two one when adam is talking about the snowstorm <laughs> that lineup we got five inches three more than mal gets every night <laughs> and i'm like that was just a sick burn out of nowhere that again that embodies kind of what we are like yeah I miss The only one finger. I was sad
1: that we didn't put in there Was the day The one that I go back and listen to Is the day that you revealed your stupid haircut to me Oh my god And I made fun of you for the whole podcast That was one of my favorites That might
0: get deleted <laughs> But I do hope everyone enjoyed the 500th uh, episode And everything else that we have that we're putting out
1: Everything else?
0: I mean, I have two in my pocket. Oh, I pose. was
1: like, what's the else? <laughs> Are you doing other things on the side that I didn't know about? Yeah, I have
0: a whole other podcast crew <laughs> that comes in here.
1: I mean, I do a whole other podcast, so, you know, more power to you.
0: <laughs> True. Well, let's get into our podcast and let's do some reviews.
1: Reviews. Let me do mine first. Okay. Because it's short, because I didn't read a lot. And honestly, it wasn't out of lack of trying. Sometimes you just hit weeks where nothing looks good, you know what I mean? It's like when you're really hungry and you go to a restaurant and you're like, nothing looks good, so you just starve. (laughs) That's kind of what it was like this week. Although, issue four of Space Lady came out. So, I did review issue one, although Tony can't remember um, me reviewing this one at all. But, just to give everyone a little refresher, Space Lady is a very indie comic that is done by... um, Well, she goes by Icky Comics. I don't know what her actual name is. That's what she signs all of her books as, is her uh, at Icky underscore comics, which is her Instagram handle. And Space Lady is exactly what she sounds like. She's a space lady. She's like a space cop, but she's bad at it. She gets drunk a lot and fucks things up and loves to kill people. She's like Tank Girl in space. And in issue three, she even ended up with, like, a little sidekick. So, like, you know, Tank Girl has, like, Jet Girl and Sub Girl and shit like that. So now Space Lady has her own little sidekick. But in the fourth issue, she gets bit by a vampire. I'm sorry. She gets bit by a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and turns into, like, a were creature. And that was really interesting and weird. And then it's it drawn into this pyramid scheme of werewolves who were selling cures for werewolfism, but they sold themselves as dog sapiens. (laughs) So they tricked her into coming because they were going to use her blood to then make more werewolves. It was this whole fun, weird, not very convoluted, even though it sounds like it for me talking about it, storyline, all coupled with like this just very fun tank girl vibe. Okay. So this is it. This is issue for is the the end of this run um and there's going to be a collected issue book coming out from her so it
0: has the conclusion of the story well in it. it's it, oh. or like it could be open it's one to of those more books stories that doesn't
1: have like there's not a there's not really like an ongoing plot like you could probably read all of these separately and go do it just fine there's not a bunch of detail that carries over except for the last one where she met her new little sidekick. That's the thing that carried over into this one. And in her collected book that she's going to be doing, there's going to be, I guess, a fifth issue that's added to that. So I would definitely suggest following her on Instagram. um, So you can see when that comes out. And then next year she's going to be starting fresh with, a new space lady series that apparently is like short stories. So a bunch of short stories in one book, Um, because I don't know, I guess these were too much story. (laughs) I don't think so. I thought they were fun, but they really, they hit that tank girl vibe for me, which I love there. Space lady. Woo-hoo. Space lady. I mean, who doesn't want to be a space cop who gets drunk all the time?
0: <laughs> you just wouldn't me think of pigs in space. <laughs> That's the vibe I was going for. <laughs> um. So I'm not going to really talk about it, only because I I hated part of this book. The rest of it was all right. The art was. Pretty fucking amazing, but Thor number 28, where, again, it's him and Venom, and, you know, teaming up with Loki, and they're going on, uh, this wild chase, what I didn't like was Venom, the symbiote, like, going on to Thor, so Thor, because again, as we bitched about in the last episode about how they're gonna have a whole another summer symbiotes next year again or something, this just... Pre-made me pissed for that event.
1: So we got, like, Venom Thor?
0: Kind of, yes. But then we got a whole other character that I don't remember uh, seeing before, who is a future Eddie Brock. Okay. Uh, his name is uh, Meridus, And he's worthy enough to hold uh, Thor's hammer. But Whoa. Again, I was just like, eh. Maybe the story will go somewhere. And again, that was just the one part of it, too. Was how when is it spelled? M-E-R-I-D-U-S. I-D. R-I-D-I-U-S.
1: Wait, wait. You spelled it eight different ways. M-E-R.
0: <laughs> yep. I-D-I-U-S.
1: I-U-S. Okay.
0: Meridus. Is there a character that has been Meridius
1: there before? Is how you would pronounce that. How would you pronounce it? Meridius.
0: Oh, I guess you would. (laughs) Or Meridius. Well, this,
1: what came up is Bedlam, which is not right. That's not right.
0: Oh, I mean, I'm sure the name has been used in other things before. It sounds like one of those names that's a comic book thing. Meridius. Meridius. Whatever.
1: (laughs) What's in a name?
0: Uh, But I do want to talk about a very, very cool book
1: okay i like cool
0: books um and that is deadly neighborhood spider-man oh and i looked at the
1: i look at the i looked at the synopsis for this one and i it, it didn't move me to read it
0: also the images like the art and everything should move you to read it it is very very well drawn um, and I thought the story and the pacing of it was really well done as well. It gets a, It's a little bit of... Um, Peter Park, I, I felt a lot of it was Mysterio-ish. Without knowing who the bad guy was at first, you have these dream sequences, which would have been more illusion type that he's gone against. Because uh, one of the things that I was reading about this book is that Spider-Man has done a lot of technology and fought bad guys, but he hasn't done a lot of, like, dealt with magic or, like, psyche-type um, stuff as yeah, much as often. Yeah, just
1: Mysterio and then, like, I don't know, just, like, the Moreland stuff count as that.
0: Yeah, but again, that's out of the, a drop in the bucket of yeah. all the Spider-Man yeah. stories. Yeah, yeah. And also, I picked it up straight up because of the name. I thought this was going to be, like, a one-shot. It's not a one-shot. But I thought it was going to be a evil Spider-Man from one of the worlds. Because they are doing the In the Spider-Verse like books again of End of the Spider-Verse or whatever that thing yeah. is going to be. Uh, but no, this is a full-on... This is Peter Parker. This is in continuity. He moved to L.A. to do some work there. And he's been having these freak dreams that mm. seem to be real as well. Like, he doesn't kind of know, did this really happen or did he dream it? And so... I like the sequence in the the panels for it. So again, I'm telling you to read it just because it's kind of creepy and kind of cool. But what I liked even more was the reveal of kind of what the bad entity is.
1: Okay,
0: it's the Demon Bear.
1: The Demon Bear.
0: Who is most famous for New Mutants against Danny Moonstar?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Was part of the whole movie and everything, but yeah. it's one of the bigger. Uh, kind of like stories of New Mutants of all their stories that they've right. done that was really well done, self-contained kind of, and it's the Demons Bear shown up a couple times throughout Marvel as well, especially because at the time in what New a Mutants, weird
1: character. Well, they, th-
0: Danny thought at first though too that it was a uh, manifestation from at the time uh, Professor Xavier uh was infected with the brood and was trying to infect the students with brood uh, eggs and everything. And Mm -hmm. so they thought that this was like, again, another ramification from professor X going crazy or whatever, but no, it's its own thing. It's a demon. So that it's showing up to Peter Parker. Now I kind of like that. It's, it's taken a character that you would maybe know, like I know you've at least heard of it. Yeah. And then, Giving new life on going after Peter. Hmm. Um, Really, this was. There was also some symbology of some, like, uh, a stone that has some ruins and stuff in it. But a lot of this stuff, it just introduced some of these people. Because, again, this isn't uh, New York. So we don't have all of Peter Parker's kind of friendly people that we would know. So it's kind of introducing a couple of these other characters that uh, seem to be a part of his life while being out here. Kind of shows his amazing penthouse that he's staying at that his friends let him stay at while they're out of town. So just establishing a lot of what's going on with this uh, series. And again, I don't know how long the series is. I just know it did say to be continued and obviously it didn't wrap up within here. But I like the direction. If this is only like a four, I would like it too if this isn't an ongoing unless he starts turning a little more demonic himself. Um, Which would be an interesting take on Spider-Man, especially being Peter Parker. Because I always loved when it, he was the, oh fuck, sp- not invincible, Superior Spider-Man with Doc Ock. Yeah. Like when Doc Ock found out how hard Peter Parker can punch, like he pretty much broke someone's jaw his first time going out as Peter Parker. And then he also had the thought of, holy shit. Peter Parker's been pulling his punches every time he hits me. Yeah, that's That was one of the coolest things they explored of how strong Peter Parker is and just that's what really makes him a hero is he doesn't like break people's faces by punching them all the time. You know, he could easily break someone's arm. So I would like to see him go down a darker uh, tunnel, but I also just like the whole nightmare vibes of him just all of a sudden having nightmares come out of things happening and then him waking up and then not realizing what the fuck just happened. So right. it's, it's kind of one of those uh, psychic thriller type books.
1: That's fun. Who did um, the art on this?
0: I want to say uh, I don't got their last name. Taboo
1: is the name? but I one? think that's all they go by is Taboo. I don't think that that's a two name. Oh, okay. Is that who wrote it too or... Um, there you, lo- was... you lost all of your. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. <laughs> yeah, digital
0: sometimes sucks because then it goes away. Um, yeah, Taboo and B Barl are writers. Oh, and Juan Ferreria is the artist. Okay. So.
1: Cool. Well,
0: yeah, it was definitely it was one of those things where again it's Halloween month and figures to be a little more Halloweenish, but it it wasn't. But it was still. Pretty great, so I'm glad I picked it up.
1: You want the the Wikipedia <coughs> um, backstory of Demon Bear? Sure. So obviously, starts with Danielle Moonstar, right? When she gets <coughs> her powers, she sees the death of her parents, and she sees them being slain by a bear. And then a week later, her parents disappear in a hunting trip. So she's like, "Oh shit, they got slain by a bear." I'm psychic, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But what had happened is that her parents were captured and transformed into the demon bear. So those are her parents. Her parents were transformed into the demon bear. What? Well, fucked up. It says the identity of the being responsible for this transformation was never revealed in the story, but the letters page, and this is why you always read the letters, kids, especially in Marvel books, the letters page of the New Mutants number 24 would state that it was the ancient... Uh, mystical entity the adversary okay who has been called upon by multiple x-men in the past but
0: a name like the adversary (laughs) i know
1: (coughs) apparently forge was the first person to ever uh be summoned or who to ever summon this entity um but yeah so that so that story, that like I knew who the demon bear was, but the fact that apparently it's her parents ha- having been transformed into this demon bear, like that's fucked up. <laughs> and now it was it was the thing that caused her the most pain. Ugh.
0: So really weird. Last book, I'm not gonna review them all. I'm just gonna talk about one small, quick story in it. Again, it's the Image 30th anthology. Uh. This thing has just been amazing. This is number six of 12. Oh, and yeah. There
1: are ongoing stories in it, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And just some short stories ones. But the one that I always love is Scotty Young's Feels Like Calvin and Hobbes yep. type it uh, story. It looks
1: like Calvin and Hobbes. It just,
0: you know, this one was just, you know, it's unfair. You have to just clean a room. And he's like... Oh, yeah? Well, why don't you present your case? And then they show his office, which
1: oh, is a mess. Exhibit
0: A. Yeah. Just like, I, f- I feel threatened. I know. I I threatened. Just,
1: as I was walking in this house today, I was like, I think Tony's a hoarder. <laughs> so that would be you, except you're not producing Scotty Young sort of output. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really <laughs> doing that productive of stuff.
0: Uh, But there were some other stories in here that were great. That was a quick three-panel one that I just want to briefly say, and people should pick this up and read it. Um, Going on to news.
1: News.
0: I still want to mention again that G4 is gone, and I'm so sad.
1: It'll be okay.
0: But uh, She-Hawk ended.
1: Yeah, it did, and it ended fantastically. There were several haters that even got on board, in the last episode, the way they broke the fourth wall, the use of Kevin Feige is like this of <laughs> uh, this all seeing sort of Hal Flight of the Navigator type AI that was creating of, all the Marvel movies. I mean, I
0: loved it for what it was. I also there's a little bit of me that I was like, I didn't didn't like that big of a break of the wall, but then it was really funny and what it was. So again, it's just hilarious. accept it for what whatever. The best line I've ever seen in anything of the MCU ever was when she was talking to Kevin and just like, you know, like, why can't it, you know, like Hulk smash like she did to Matt Murdock or something like that. (laughs) And it was just the funniest fucking thing. I don't know. That was just a great line. And also just having Matt show up at the end for their family little bit. And then also they still had... Hulk come back and introduce yep. his son, which was kind of like a thing where when Jen was like, why does he need to show up at the last minute? Why does they sing? I was like, oh, if they prevent, though, us from knowing what Hulk's doing. Right. By her kind of rewriting what was going to be the ending and stuff, I was like, I'm going to be mad. But that he just showed up, and then with it, it kind of gives a lot of people being like, wait, what the fuck? He has a kid? Yeah. Awesome. Well. Because we can explore it I now. mean,
1: let's. You know, if if you if you knew if you you're in the know when they got
0: Planet Hulk and all that.
1: Well, and... when they when at the beginning of the series when the car accident happened, it was because it was a and spaceship. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where one is from in the comic books. Um. Or no, is it? Is it Sakar? Is he Sakarian or are they? Are we just replacing that one planet with the other planet from? I
0: think we're just making Thor. it Sakar now because I don't think yeah. it necessarily was that the right. original run. It was just a planet.
1: What do you think? What you think of his? What do you think of his kids' visage L- look? Yeah, eh, I know. Was, I remember him being. What's his name? Scar. Scar. Yeah. Right. Okay. I was like. In my head I was like, it's Scar, but then I'm like, Am I getting that fucked up with Sakar? <laughs> yeah. He's Scar the Sakhar.
0: No. no. <laughs> you <know>? They're almost <laughs> close to the same. That's why they named him that. let's just pull out a letter here and that's
1: <laughs> Um I just remember him being so much more badass looking in the comics when you first see him. Mm-hmm. Like he's ready to fucking whoop some ass. Um and there it just he just looked like a pissed-off teenager with a ponytail.
0: But I'm kind of okay with it if they continue in the next movie with him being a young teenager and then have him, like, grow. Yeah. Because that would be a bit funny. But that whole family was supportive. I know that there is online talk of after Miss Marvel TV series, uh, there are so many people who are like, it was great that she had a wholesome family that was there for her, supporting her there was a scene in Ms. Marvel when she really wanted to go to, uh, Kamala wanted to go to the Comic-Con, and then the dad was like, made that Hulk oh, costume yeah. and stuff to like, go with show her. that he was there to support her, not realizing, well, she didn't want to go with her dad, but like, you had the most wholesome dad, but now you have on She-Hulk also one of the most wholesome dads, like, yeah, when she was in trouble Cousin with Larry. the laws, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just like, you know everyone's been to prison at one point in their life or something or right. things like that just be supportive of Jen and such a good show
1: it was it really was and I, I'm happy that again I I was not pleased after the first You You'll go back and listen to the podcast where we talk about the first episode I was straight up like if it's going to be this fucking feminist shove down your throat bullshit the entire time I'm never going to love watching this
0: but it, 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 it was I, not. No, no, it wasn't. And it, it hit, hit some points of that, but then also didn't need to dwell on it. Right. They would do a quick one-over of say-something commentary. Or even, I don't even feel like they really
1: did that much. Yeah, no, just in that first one is when they really hit it hard.
0: And then uh, also the House of the Dragons also ended. Did it? And I have not
1: been watching that.
0: It ended not on the high note, but the season overall was... Good. Is
1: it that, is it multiple seasons then?
0: They're playing on a season. Two. Yeah, yeah. I mean that yeah, it didn't end like with an end. Gotcha. And then the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power also ended this oh, good past Lord. week. Yeah, what did you do
1: all week? <laughs> mourn the death of G4 by <laughs> watching all this other shit.
0: Uh that show, I have been so very good. Of not... I don't want to be a gatekeeper. And people that are enjoying it are allowed to enjoy Fuck it. Fuck
1: yes. That's even true if, about everything. Even, even if, if it they're sucks. they're
0: fucking wrong. Yeah. Because it does suck. Hey. And they're shitting all over the lore. And I'm finally just having some catharsis to put it all out there now. My brother Matt has been pissed because when I see my friends post, Oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to be able to live until season two. And I do enjoy the show when I take my brain out of it because then I can say the logical fallacies work but they just fucking don't especially if you know the lore but at least my brother is the one that takes the brunt of my arguing of like
1: does he like it this,
0: he did up until he he then he told me now that it's the season's over he goes I have to be honest because he's always just been the um I mean my brother's the best pacifist ever like yeah. he's yeah, always taken the side of like you know but this People does really work on this in the lore <laughs> and this does kind of work with the lore. And i'm like but also the lore it doesn't work at all unless we're pulling from these far notes and 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 things and letters that tolkien did but again they don't have the excuse always is well they can't do this because they don't have the rights to it But then they use the excuses, anyone arguing online, of things that they don't have the rights to. How can you use those those words that Tolkien wrote as, this is the basis for these characters, when again, we've already established through this person arguing that they don't have those rights. Yeah. They did a lot of things that just seem to be really stupid. But again, when you're making a show that people that have a brain there's stuff that just doesn't make sense so this is my only time kind of saying don't like it because i don't want to keep shitting on it and i've done so well not to shit on it anywhere else
1: yeah i mean there's shit that i i hate i think it's the worst thing ever created somebody loves it Somebody out there loves it. it.
0: And I know we we briefly talked about all these last week, but we said we'd talk about them a little bit more. That's all I'm going to say about Lord of the Rings. However, the show that I had been sleeping on... Andor? Yes. And I think partially is because I have... I don't know about the Star Wars universe anymore. That was one of the things that I loved the most. And the new movies and stuff kind of just made me be like do they fucking know what they're doing mandalorian great but also i'm just kind of like i don't know though if they can just ride off a mandalorian for the rest of all days right because that's really the only good thing they had going for it but andor is probably one of the best star wars stories I've, i've read and again it's one of those where i didn't think i needed it Mm-hmm. Just like we didn't think we needed Rogue One. And mm-hmm. still, I guess we don't Lots of need...
1: people loved Rogue One.
0: Yes. It answered a question that didn't need to be answered, but it did it in a way that was refreshing and made sense. Yep. With all the other overall lore. Like, uh, I was reading up something of when the studio heads really wanted to somehow make um, Cassian, uh, and I forget the girl's name, get off, like, that planet somehow... To survive, because, as they're thinking, merchandise, toys, this and that. But then the showrunners kind of go, okay, this is going to be convoluted how we can get them off, jumping through all these hoops, or... Or they could and, just and die. Then, and then to explain like where they've been hidden in the other movies all this time. Mm-hmm. Or we could do what we originally thought and just have them die off, which is honestly... That to me is what really sold that movie as like uh, th- that smart. Because mm-hmm. I was started a question too. How come they didn't know some more about the Death Star and some of this stuff? Oh, it's because everyone died, so they only got you know the plans for it. <sighs> Anyways, Andor, let's go it's good good.
1: people people who watched it are of two opinions i'm of the one that i think it's enjoyable i think the story is great i think the pacing is all right you know i mean we're in a world now where if it you get used to everything being so fast paced that when something's actually like a natural pace it feels really slow um and then there's the people who are like this is boring i hate it which is my son's opinion
0: See, I don't think, though, Slow is... Slow, I feel, develops a little bit more of things. But I felt also, like, when they were doing the heist and everything... Here's the thing. We know Cassian has to live from this series because he then has to go off to do his stuff that he did in Rogue One. Mm -hmm. However, there's been times where I forget that because the writing is so well. Compare that to Lord of the Rings, where we know... Some of these people have to live on to be part of the Lord of the Rings part. So they make this fake tension of, oh, this person might be dead. But then the next episode, oh, they're magically alive. No shit. No, they're not going to kill Galadriel because we know she has to be alive. But for some reason, in Andor, it makes me forget that he is a person that needs to live. And so I don't know what the difference between those two stories are hint it's writing but uh god indoor has just been great yeah i need more of it good stuff and so now i'm kind of curious of i'm back into the star wars game i'm kind of curious now of okay what will they do and as long as they don't shit the bed well, on whatever i the mean new they franchise will eventually is,
1: they'll shit the bed on something that's what happens when you squeeze out as much content as they have been squeezing out and something's gonna be shit
0: <laughs> I mean, that is true, but I've uh, also heard that they are um, trying to make sure that they aren't um, pre-announcing new Star Wars stuff so far ahead of time so that they have the right mix of directors, actors.
1: Because, right. I mean,
0: we still have been thinking Rian Johnson was supposed to have three movies, but and he still thinks he might. I think there's another director that's supposed to have three, where the fuck are those at? And that was right. announced a couple, and I forget which director that was. I think Kevin Feige oh, even wants to do one, something in the Star Wars mm. universe, which again, all those could be great and of themselves, and some of them could be the one hour Disney Plus yeah movie presentation. Something could be another series. Something could be the big blockbuster movie, but... I don't know what those are from everything they've announced before. And so that's one of the things that Disney now has told Lucasfilms of, you need to like hone it back on all these announcements for these projects because...
1: Listen, like maybe give that advice to Marvel as well.
0: Well, but Marvel,
1: I, yes. I, was gonna say, I, was gonna say,
0: I mean, when Marvel announces something, they usually go through with it. I yeah. would say the biggest thing right now Blade. that Marvel is Blade, yeah. Yeah. that's partly though due to a shit script and a director who knows they might lose lead actor because he's kind of sick of like these delays and, yep. i
1: mean wesley snipes will just slide right in those <laughs> i know and all you gotta honest, do is give him like a day notice and he's there
0: <laughs> to be honest i'm also kind of like so uh, in this instance i'm like if he still stays awesome but if he doesn't we do know we could get Wesley back.
1: I'm pretty sure he'd be in for that.
0: But I also think he is a little too old. He is. But also, well, we could have Old Man Blade something. Or yeah, else.
1: and like we know, I think it is is that we know Wesley Snipes is old. But if you actually look at Wesley Snipes, he doesn't look that old. Like if you watched him in The Expendables, that the one Expendables movie he was in, like everyone else looked like they were rocking into their 60s and 70s, and Wesley Snipes. Still could pass for 40 if he wanted to, I think.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to say, say it.
1: Black don't crack. <laughs> Controversial statement, but I'm making it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but again, that's the only thing, at least on Marvel, that side of things that I know that they've kind yeah. of had a switch around. Did just see the trailer for Ant Man and Wasp. Mm hmm. That does look a little bit exciting. I have it to, looks to go home bit more and watch
1: than... it on a, on a better screen. <laughs> Less. Tony's shitty internet connection.
0: <laughs> but it, it's got me kind of pumped, and then it's like, I get sad, because then I'm like, oh, that's February now, which yeah. is only four months away, but still, yeah, and a half. it's... Still a ways away. Wait, I mean, we have what kind of forever coming coming out, out soon. soon? And I soon, think soon. that's gonna be Ugh. the movie that brings people back.
1: The rumors flying about the rumors that Storm might be in it. Ah, if only, if only that were true. I know it's not.
0: Yeah, there's no way they would just have us. Mm, but maybe they have an Aurora, like someone I, named it, yeah. that doesn't do the powers, but you kind of get a hint of like. There they established a person that will become a mutant later. Sure. But I just, after, with the announcement of Hugh Jackman, though, I mean.
1: Oh, Bane and Deadpool. I
0: yeah. I, I really think, well, I guess, those, again, doing the lip service and just those cameos or those one-off things, though, it could happen. Sure. I, I, that one's, they already I introduced I mutants. I, I just think, though, it's going to be one of those. Spectacles that people have been waiting for that they feel Marvel hasn't done with their last outings. And of course, too, there's plenty of other reasons for that. Like, I think Shang-Chi would have been, had it not been when it was released, where we're still kind of, I mean, we're still in the pandemic, but there's people that are going out a lot more. At that moment last year, this time, there's people really not going to theaters. Right. And was... No, that one wasn't released on Disney Plus. Remember that one? That was, yeah, straight up, Black Widow went to Disney
1: Plus. Yeah. And, yeah,
0: Shang-Chi, I think, was the best out of all of them. I mean, I still love The Eternals for what it was, but hate it for other reasons. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home was epic, but also felt like it didn't really connect. And then again, we got everyone was looking forward to Multiverse of Madness. That movie made
1: a shit ton of money, though.
0: But Multiverse of Madness, I think, is the one that kind of. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't what people were expecting, and they thought it was going to like be ushering in the new phase or right. what, where we're all going, and I don't think we're going to get that until Ant-Man, except for I do think we're going to get that started with the Wakanda Forever. It's going to set the pace of, we have no T'Challa now, we're introducing yeah, a lot Namor more Namor his
1: stupid little wing boots. Yeah, Namor's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to that. Swinging dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then there have been rumors before uh, Of us getting Superman In the MCU But it doesn't sound like it so much anymore
1: Superman yeah. In Henry the MCU could, yeah. oh. I talked about it before Henry, Henry Cavill, Cavill playing yeah. a character in the MCU be,
0: uh, The t- thought was uh, Hyperion right? Squadron Supreme That's a Superman Or Sentry I mean there's a couple Superman variants Why is it got to be Superman I mean, if you're going to cast Superman and do a big finger to Warner Brothers... No,
1: Henry Cavill's talented. I think putting him in another Superman role would be...
0: Superman-ish-like role?
1: I really think it would be a terrible idea.
0: Then let's say without putting him in one of those positions, which I think it would be good, who would you then cast him as in the MCU?
1: Listen, man, he'd play an awesome Scott Summers.
0: I feel like he's too strong no, to get Scott Summers. No, no, so. they,
1: they haven't been doing... Not, not, not if you do, like, more recent Scott Summers.
0: Well, I know artists can make people look pretty muscular, so I just...
1: I'm talking, like, Scott Summers, the one that wanted to kill the whole world, Scott Summers.
0: But I sometimes feel like Scott Summers does need to have someone that can be a whiny bitch at times. Uh,
1: I think... I, don't I think
0: Henry... Henry just seems like an overall cool
1: That doesn't dude. mean he's a good actor.
0: But... The sadness comes is that he has now announced that Superman is going to return.
1: So he can't do both? He can't do DC and Marvel?
0: Technically, no one says he couldn't. No. But also, technically, places might say, hey, here's some extra money. We'll -hmm. give you a couple more films down the road. Don't go to those other people. Because, again, why would you want to share a big-name actor like that Right in your movie, and who knows? Maybe, maybe it still could come to fruition. I saw some things. I mean, rumors are going nonstop around all the places of who could be cast for different things. Mm -hmm. Uh, The biggest thing right now, at least on the Marvel side, has been Fantastic Four.
1: I mean, we know who should be. We already know who should be cast in that fucking movie. We already know. Yeah, but I don't care. Don't say yeah, but. We already know who it should be. Well,
0: John Krasinski said that he didn't want to, so...
1: Well, he's an idiot.
0: But what we do have <laughs> is... Why wouldn't you want to The newest rumor is
1: Adam Driver. Oh, yeah. I did see something. about and... like Marvel had him in for something. But again,
0: hey, again, these are just rumors that we're reporting on. I can't see him being... A... No. No. Reed Richards.
1: No, his voice is too weird. You know who I could, could totally see him on? Yeah. yeah. As a
0: person behind a mask that's Doom. all whiny and bitchy? Yeah. Because he already did that already in the Star Wars Yeah, universe. but listen,
1: I've seen Adam Driver in a ton of shit that wasn't Star Wars, and he's he is a very good actor. I will say
0: he is a good actor. And again, looks aren't everything, but I do feel Reed Richards has such an iconic look that he he just doesn't right. fit that. It's, it's sad to say... But I just don't picture him as that. But sure. I could picture him as plenty of other
1: Yeah things. He could be Johnny Storm. I don't know. I can picture
0: him with blonde hair either, but <laughs> But that was just one of those and
1: Definitely Doom though.
0: I could say there do you remember when there's rumors of uh, what's the radio guy? Um, the Howard radio. Stern oh. uh Doctor Doom.
1: I don't remember that, but good lord. Like, I,
0: I remember bringing it up and being like God
1: that's terrible Like, Yeah Could you imagine that voice <laughs>
0: <laughs> They would have to do a, a voice modulator Or something His his,
1: his, his, <laughs> his thing that he does To like his power Is being able to throw Lunch meat slices at girls bare asses From across the room Like that's his whole thing it's a Howard Stern thing. Oh, okay. Did you never watch the late night Howard Stern show on TV?
0: I've watched some things, but I don't necessarily remember oh my that gosh. bit.
1: They used to. It's something they did all the time. Anytime they had, like, a hot girl porn star stripper type girl on there, like, one of the things they would do is throw lunch meat slices to see if they could get them to stick to her ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up.
0: <laughs> so when we were uh talking about the DC Marvel all that jazz Mhm Black Adam just came out It did and it made more than they thought. I think it made 140 million wow. opening weekend which
1: That's surprising.
0: very much so. But again, I love whenever you hear the takes of like yeah, more than they expected even that that's a good thing, but also I think it's it proves that people still want superhero movies. Yes. But you also need to make some good superhero movies to see it continue to grow. And unfortunately, I've had friends that went to see this. I was planning on seeing this until my friends kind of told me. They told me at least it's worth a watch, but that's about it.
1: Yeah.
0: So I'll watch it, but I don't think I'm going to pay in the theaters to see it watch. Yeah. Because I'll just wait until it comes to HBO Max because I wanted to see this. And I think, I think The Rock is a good actor. No. I've seen,
1: you're
0: no. wrong. Nope, because these wrong. are the arguments.
1: You're wrong. He is <laughs>
0: safe. He doesn't do bad controversial things. He is charismatic. Like he is friendly. It doesn't make
1: you a good actor. It makes you a good at one thing. And that's being the rock. He has he do, he acts the same way Nicolas Cage does. And I will give you, yeah, Nicolas I... Cage is great in movies that they cast him in where he can play Nicolas Cage. The Rock is great in movies where they cast him where he can play the rock.
0: You're right. I because again, I'm well, he's good in the new Jumashi. Because movies. he's the
1: fucking rock.
0: Yeah. So again, well, Black that's Adam is not the that's rock. That's not really who Dwayne Johnson is. I'm,
1: I'm not sure that there's a I difference has, between it, those two things anymore, Tony.
0: <laughs> true, true. There's
1: one movie I will give him and that is the movie Be Cool. Which is the sequel to the movie Get Shorty. And then Be Cool, he plays a gay bodyguard. And there is this entire scene where he's checking himself out in the mirror and like slapping his own ass and being like, yeah. And he's like really into it. Um, he was great in that movie. And since then, he's only ever just played himself.
0: What was the one? Mark Wahlberg and Will, uh, Will Farrell, they're cop detectives.
1: Oh, the other guys? Yeah. He was also
0: great in that. I mean, so we're naming a few more that you didn't even think of? No, or... I
1: don't I'm not gonna give you that one. He oh. played the rock in that one. <laughs> <laughs> He just because if he's in the movie and he's the rock and it fits, great. The rundown with Sean William Scott. Yep. He was great in that movie. He didn't have to do anything but be himself. I'm not shitting on The Rock. I'm just saying, if people are going to cast him, they need to be aware that... Okay, true. Uh, ...what they're casting him for. He probably
0: shouldn't have been cast as Black Adam. No,
1: and... and, and But he championed this movie. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's Black Adam. So, I guess more power to him for getting it done.
0: But... uh, that is some of the things that people said online. Is that he's not a great actor. The other side is saying, well, he is. But I, I, I agree with you now on what you're saying. Yeah. is he's a good actor in certain roles. Yes. yes, but this isn't that role. He doesn't have
1: a wide range. Yeah. Um. Well, and a lot of
0: people said too with this movie is they thought it should be over after the second act, and there's a whole third act of other shit that came out yeah. that they're like, what? We're still got. Damn, we got a lot of yeah. time in this movie, so. That's sad because again I was hoping this was gonna be their make DC movies great again type oh, thing. Yeah,
1: except it's a movie about somebody people don't know and all of their cameos are also a bunch of characters that, that people, people don't know. know. And you have to make you have to be Guardians of the Galaxy good if you want that to sell. Nobody knew who the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy were when that movie came out, and people loved it.
0: Yep. And that's where again Warner Brothers well whatever's going on at HBO Max 2 because the Warner Brothers Discovery all that shit is just getting yeah torn the fuck up I saw also the person that was supposed to be their new uh Kevin for the DC films also has been let go or quit so again they're back to square one yeah oh we have the better than Ezra saga still ongoing and they're putting all their, you know, money in the new Flash movie of whenever that comes out again. Right. It's like, I, I don't see it. And then they're they're making a sequel to the Joker that it didn't need to be made. No, that was such a good movie right. that now I feel like they're tainting it by mm-hmm. doing a cash in sequel. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what's good, dune Patrol. You know what's good, the Harley Quinn animated series. Those two things. Watch those so that they keep making those two things.
0: I saw a very good uh yes. I mean I'm not trying to yes, do those things. But you just remind me I saw uh a random question online this past week of who did it better, fourth wall breaking. And the three pictures that were up was uh Deadpool, mm-hmm. She Hulk mm-hmm. and then Doom Patrol. Mm. Mr Nobody.
1: Oh pretty yeah. Pretty much yeah, that yeah, whole story right. art. Yeah.
0: And and I, it really made me start thinking a lot of, like, how... Break, I always felt Deadpool was the best, especially that first Deadpool movie of him talking about, like, how he got the movie kind of made in that opening sequence when he right. falls down and, and everything. It felt really meta. But then someone uh, said, though, to Mr. Nobody, also has kind of a fourth wall breaking character, which... Not to give that away is a hell of a good story. Mm -hmm. I think Jen did. I think it's hard to pick that last
1: episode where she busts through the Disney.
0: I mean, that was menu. I
1: mean, that was that was genius. Someone
0: saw an Easter egg on that too of a Scarlet Witch uh, screen cap of like a show movie Mm. that just said Scarlet Witch. Which makes people think that they put that there on purpose, or was it uh. something that was planned beforehand that didn't come to fruition? There's been talk that Wanda's not really dead. Well,
1: of course, she's not. This so, is these are comic books. I mean, <laughs> of course she's not. But I mean, I, we are fucking going into a whole portion of movies where there are multiple universes. I mean, there were. A thousand Wandas and the last one we saw with her. So I would
0: say though, out of all those, though, I would have picked um, probably Mister Nobody on the Doom Patrol as the best of the wall breaking, just because they're not even just him. There's a lot of sh- that whole fucking town. Yeah, was also like really meta and such a good
1: show. I Are you talking about look- Danny the Street? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, well, Danny Street the Street counts. is an amazing the. This is why I have to give it to Doom Patrol as one of the best comic book-related things out there that people are maybe missing out on. Who ever would have thought that you could take a character, which is ridiculous to begin with, Danny the Street, which is a sentient street, (laughs) and put him in a show and have it fucking work in such a crazy way where you're like, yes, of course, of course that's what's going on right now.
0: Also say that the little girl uh the what's her name's like oh, daughter oh calamity
1: right? jane oh oh the little girl yeah yeah yeah
0: like um, she did she, for a young actress just really nailed all of her scenes yeah. and i felt for her when she was sad and then needed the candlestick person to protect oh, her and stuff terrifying. But, yeah, i know but yeah also terrifying yeah. like just well rounded and good and
1: so news of the week uh watch doom patrol <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: just cuz i think the New season's coming out. I think so
1: I think so too.
0: Um, I have two last things that I wanna talk. Do you have anything that you wanna bring up?
1: Um the only thing I saw that was noteworthy in my world in the past couple weeks, I feel like I see things like on YouTube and stuff and I try to log them in the back of my brain and Mm -hmm. not write them down and expect myself to remember them and then I don't so I'm terrible at this podcast thing. But I did read an article, and you might have seen this too, about the brain cells, the lab-grown brain cells. No. Did you see this? So scientists grew human brain cells, okay, that integrated themselves with a silicon computer chip. Um... And simulated a world similar to the classic video game Pong. Within five minutes, the neurons of these lab-grown brain cells that were integrated with a silicon computer chip, learned how to play the game, and played Pong.
0: Just thinking in in, uh, Archer's voice, (laughs) do you want Skynet? Because this is how you get Skynet. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the only thing I took from that.
1: It's crazy. I mean, granted, Pong is like... If you think about Pong in terms of neurons, right, our brains are constantly firing neurons and stuff back and forth. So it is a pretty simple task for a brain cell to learn to do. But the fact that it, it's oh, just the integration with a computer chip that's real sort of like, that's one step closer to like, what? AI, Skynet, nothing, a future where we can live forever. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> it's very exciting. So that was the thing. I saw that. That is actually is
0: going to make me need to look up yes, more. Yes, you should.
1: You should look it up. That's pretty It's badass. pretty interesting.
0: Um, so, how much do you know about Doctor Who?
1: Very little to almost nothing.
0: Okay. You do know, though, that he can regenerate, and there's other characters that have been, like, yes, the that's 13th how they, Doctor and stuff. And that's how
1: they keep getting new people to be yeah, Doctor Who. Yes. And,
0: uh... One of the most famous is David Tennant, sure, and
1: Matt Smith.
0: I, I had well, he was Matt Smith also, especially with what he's doing now. I still think though David Tennant, for the new age people that watch Doctor Who, was that first real Doctor because um, we had you Eccles- didn't like
1: Christopher Eccleston,
0: I did, but he only had one season, right? Which really, if he had more seasons, people would have looked at him as. The New Age Doctor, but because he was only one season and then regenerated, most people look at him as that um, in between the older Mm, versions, the bridge, yeah, the bridge, yeah. But you really got to see life of who this Doctor is with David Tennant because there was multiple seasons of him to explore that a little bit more. Exton thought great for what he did, and I wanted to see more of him, and I'm glad that he's now come around of. wanting to do uh, some of the yearly, like, anniversary stuff again and revive that role. But what I find crazy is, well, I guess it's not crazy yet. That's going to be the story. Every time I've watched Doctor Who, though, I was a little bit late to start watching it. Okay. And it's each new character I would get mad, though. I'm like, no, I like this past person. They were my favorite. And then... You got to really give it a couple episodes to get into this new character because they are a whole different character, even Mm -hmm. though they're the same person, per se. Um, We just had the first female Mm -hmm. doctor, and we've been told for a while that we're going to get the first um, black black person. Um, Nkudi Gatwa? I probably mispronounced his name, but that's. uh, I think
1: you got it pretty close.
0: That's the actor that's going to be playing it. And usually they always have that last season, um, that regeneration to introduce this new person, and then they start doing the production of whatever they're going to go with. But there's a little bit of time in between, but they can easily quick ca- cast that person in the in the role. And so we're going to get the fourteenth Doctor as um, the cootie. Um, the
1: cootie got one. Yeah,
0: but we didn't. No. Who we got as the regeneration? Um, From Jodie's doctor to David Tennant. What? So David Tennant is now the 14th doctor as well. Oh. And that's a big surprise. What they're saying is we're going to... Because it's the 60th anniversary is coming up soon. So there's going to be a lot of uh, exploring past uh, people and stuff. Okay, They really went about of surprising people that love watching Doctor Who. You're all expecting, okay, she's regenerating, we're going to get this new Doctor, and then they're going to probably film some specials, but then we're going to get this whole new thing. What they're doing is they're holding off that regeneration for a couple special episodes, and then he'll go into being the 15th Doctor, which really throws some lore of what you're thinking, where it's going to go. I just find that genius. Hmm. I haven't yet watched the the episode. It was just uh, learning about it, but I'm like, that's some balls to again how do you keep that under wraps You everyone knew David Tennant was coming back for some things but to really slide him in and how does that work then for a doctor they right. never explored that because if it's going to be him coming back they sometimes have their memories of the past but they always seem to like be their own being will this be the real incarnation that we were left with I don't know
1: hmm.
0: but I'm just kind of like I need to catch up on these because, again, I'm always – I'm usually a doctor behind. Like, okay. when the new doctor was going to come in, I was going to finally watch uh, Jody's run of her. I started it. But, again, it was like oh, – but this isn't an um, uh, old curmudgeon guy who came after Matt Smith. Um,
1: oh, I can't remember. Peter something. Uh, yeah. Thought, yeah.
0: When it finally got to him, I was like, no, I just got used to Matt
1: Smith So right. no again.
0: And then I, I feel got, like
1: Matt Smith was in there for a, whi- he a while. He was a pretty too, long one.
0: And then when we got, uh, now I'm blanking on his name, Peter, whatever. I got used to him, and we go over to Jody Foster, or not Jodie Foster.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Uh, hilarious.
0: Uh, Jody Whittaker.
1: Uh, that Peter Capaldi is the old yes. guy.
0: Yeah. And I was like, I got used to the old you know, cheeky bastard and now, now, now you, I have to Now to, I have
1: to get used to a vagina. How dare they? There's two different things. Not,
0: don't put those words <laughs> in my mouth. I think people hate me for that, but I just again this is such a well done secret reveal and it does have some interesting thoughts on what they're gonna be doing for the next couple specials until they reveal the new Well yeah because
1: they've never done a regeneration of a where it's a previous I mean they've had
0: the doctors come back at one point but they're always time traveling so it's yeah. like they're still doing their adventures but this was a side adventure that right. came in with this person and so they can interact Doctor Who is very a mess of when it comes to time travel just just go with it and you'll enjoy the show. Uh the last thing which I don't even really care about really, but the McRib is back.
1: Oh God, yeah! I don't know why this fits into our news at all. Who because cares? it's the
0: last time they're offering the McRib, so they don't say. Don't they say that every year? I know, and that's why I'm it's like, so disgusting. I don't believe it. It, it very is when you know how it's made and why Ugh. it looks the way it does. The barbecue sauce is top notch, though. Well,
1: then they can put that on a burger and call it a cowboy burger, and I'll eat the shit out of that. That is true. If that's what's doing it for everybody Because that looks Look at it It's so gross But people love it
0: And I don't know why I, I
1: don't think anybody actually does I mean I think it's one of those gross things That I, like people like to say That they love to be I don't know Funny Or stupid Or on trend I don't really know It looks so bad though I don't know that I've ever actually eaten one I've had. I mean, it... Is it like... It's gotta be just like a pork sausage patty. Pretty much. Essentially, right? I to can't imagine it it's shaped like high-end like rib. rib meat.
0: It's probably like F-list or yeah. G or Z, whatever. <laughs> or far that scale goes. Oof. Um, Booze and Book this week is Grim Fairy Tales of Terror, Quarterly, The Rise of Cthulhu. Um, what I found out is... This is kind of an introduction to the goddess of death, who's uh, been made within this book. Now, this is 81 pages. Because, again, it's a quarterly, so it's one one of those, uh, usually where when they come out with the quarterlies, there's a couple different uh, stories within, usually three or four. They don't do, like, a ton of smaller ones, Mm -hmm. but this one was interesting because typically there's the theme and the stories will all revolve around that theme but they aren't interconnected. This one has a theme of Cthulhu but they're actually connected like within the last story they all kind of when you read them separately you thought they were separate but they all come together which maybe uh they've done this before but I don't recall and I usually read a lot more of the Cordelies anyways just to step my foot within the grim Fairy Tales universe. Bell's really the only one that I read when yeah. it comes out but that's also... It's
1: because you have a crush on Bell. Yes.
0: <laughs> and it's a badass book but... and everything that they come out is just beautiful looking but really thought this was an interesting story um, and so what they're saying is that this uh, the person that was created within this is going to kind of be the overall bad guy for the next... The rest of, I guess, this year.
1: Okay. So that's what
0: this quarterly is like, introducing this person that's going to kind of be across some of the other grim stories that come out each month. So I thought that was kind of interesting to know that this was a introduction and really cult-like for sure within the first story. Um, and overall, enjoyed it. And so we're going to pair
1: this with... Dun, 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 dun. The
0: Death of Cthulhu. Which is a Russian Imperial Stout by Adroit Theory Brewing. Say that again. Adroit, 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 A D R O I T. Yeah.
1: Adroit, yeah. I mean, it's from Virginia. you want to say it like Detroit, right? Yeah. Adroit, yeah. Adroit.
0: So, um. But anyways, uh, Death of Cthulhu also is interesting, especially because one of the stories that. Cthulhu kind of dying, but not dying, but
1: no way.
0: Just read the book to find out, and that's all I have for this week.
1: Adroit, that's right, adroit, a clever or skillful. Oh, sorry, clever or skillful in using the hands or the mind. That's what adroit means. Okay, if you are adroit, you are skillful in using your hands or your mind. I don't know, those are both the things. You're either skilled with your mind or your hands.
0: It's not the adroit you're looking for. (laughs) Uh, With that, uh, stay thirsty for Halloween and more fun shenanigans throughout the holiday seasons. This is the beginning. As Nightmare Before Christmas says, this is Halloween. Making Christmas. Everything in between there is golden. The more you know. (laughs)
1: I wondered if I just kept squinting my eyes at you how long you would keep talking.